Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 70. Hurry, God, to deliver me. Hurry, Lord, to help me. Let those who seek my life be ashamed and humiliated. Let them fall back and be disgraced. Let people who delight in my own downfall. Let those who say, aha, aha, stop because of their shameful behavior. But let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your saving help say again and again, God is great. But me, I'm poor and needy. Hurry to me, God. You are my helper and my deliverer. O Lord, don't delay. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verses 20 through 33. Wisdom shouts in the street. In the public square, she raises her voice. Above the noisy crowd, she calls out. At the entrances of the city gates, she has her say. How long will you clueless people love your naivete? Mockers hold their mocking dear, and fools hate knowledge. You should respond when I correct you. Look, I'll pour out my spirit on you. I'll reveal my words to you. I invited you, but you rejected me. I stretched out my hand to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored all my advice, and you didn't want me to correct you, so I'll laugh at your disaster. I'll make fun of you when, when dread comes over you, when terror hits you like a hurricane, and your disaster comes in like a tornado. When distress and oppression overcome you, then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will seek me, but won't find me, because they hated knowledge and didn't choose the fear of the Lord. They didn't want my advice. They rejected all my corrections. They will eat from the fruit of their way, and they'll be full of their own schemes. The immature will die because they turn away. Smugness will destroy fools. Those who obey me will dwell securely, untroubled by the dread of harm. Today's New Testament reading comes from Romans 4, verses 13 through 25. The promise to Abraham and to his descendants that he would inherit the world didn't come through the law, but through the righteousness that comes from faith. If they inherit because of the law, then faith has no effect and the promise has been canceled. The law brings about wrath, but when there isn't any law, there isn't any violation of the law. That's why the inheritance comes through faith, so that it will be on the basis of God's grace. In that way, the promise is secure for all of Abraham's descendants, not just for those who are related by law, but also for those who are related by the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us. As it is written, I have appointed you to be the father of many nations. So Abraham is our father in the eyes of God in whom he had faith, the God who gives life to the dead and calls things that don't exist into existence. When it was beyond hope, he had faith in the hope that he would become the father of many nations. In keeping with the promise God spoke to him, that's how many descendants you will have. Without losing faith, Abraham, who was nearly 100 years old, took into account his own body, which was as good as dead, and Sarah's womb, which was dead. 
He didn't hesitate with a lack of faith in God's promise, but he grew strong in faith and gave glory to God. He was fully convinced that God was able to do what he promised. Therefore, it was credited to him as righteousness. But the scripture that says it was credited to him wasn't written only for Abraham's sake. It was written also for our sake, because it is going to be credited to us too. It will be credited to those of us who have faith in the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was handed over because of our mistakes, and he was raised to meet the requirements of righteousness for us. Today's Gospel reading comes from John 7, verses 37 through 52. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and shouted, All who are thirsty should come to me. All who believe in me should drink. As the scripture said concerning me, rivers of living water will flow out from within him. Jesus said this concerning the Spirit. Those who believed in him would soon receive the Spirit. But they hadn't experienced the Spirit yet, since Jesus hadn't yet been glorified. When some in the crowd heard these words, they said, This man is truly the prophet. Others said, He's the Christ. But others said, The Christ can't come from Galilee, can he? Didn't the scripture say that the Christ comes from David's family, and from Bethlehem, David's village? So the crowd was divided over Jesus. Some wanted to arrest him, but no one grabbed him. The guards returned to the chief priests and Pharisees, who asked, Why didn't you bring him? The guards answered, No one has ever spoken the way he does. The Pharisees replied, Have you too been deceived? Have any of the leaders believed in him? Has any Pharisee? No, only this crowd, which doesn't know the law, and they are under God's curse. Nicodemus, who was one of them and had come to Jesus earlier, said, Our law doesn't judge someone without first hearing him and learning what he is doing, does it? They answered him, You are not from Galilee too, are you? Look it up, and you will see that the prophet doesn't come from Galilee. Jesus Christ, I think upon your sacrifice. You came from nothing, poured out to death. Many times I've wondered at your gift of life, and I'm in that place once again. I'm in that place once again And once again I look upon the cross where you died I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside Once again I thank you once again I pour out my life Now you are Exalted in the highest 
place, King of the heavens, where one day I'll bow. But for now, I marvel at this saving grace, and I'm full of praise once again. I'm full of praise once again. Once again, I look upon the cross where you die. I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside. And once again, I thank you. Once again, I pour out my love. Once again, I look upon the cross where you die. I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside. And once again, I thank you. Once again, I pour out my life. So once again, I thank you. Once again, I pour out my The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes all the way back to Latin Christianity in the 4th century and has been used by Christians in that Western tradition ever since. It is a reflection of the Christian faith in God, Jesus, the Spirit, and our hope in the future and in the Church, and is something that during this Lenten season we will be repeating together. Let's now state that shared faith together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, 
supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 78, reflecting on God's faithfulness through his servant, King David. And God chose David, his servant, taking him from the sheepfolds. He brought him from shepherding nursing ewes to shepherding his people Jacob, to shepherd his inheritance Israel. David shepherded them with a heart of integrity. He led them with the skill of his hands. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Once Again, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.